Happy you could join us. On today's episode, we're giving a thorough review on Mosquito Coast, Apple TV's latest drama adventure about a sociopathic soccer dad, as the New York Times put it, going on the run with his family. Let's break it down. Mosquito Coast, located on the eastern coast of Nicaragua and Honduras. Thank you, Wikipedia. It's an unfortunate name, given that the insect mosquitoes aren't actually more prolific in that area than anywhere else in the Caribbean. But it got its name because of the Mosquito Kingdom. And do you want to guess the name of the first king of that kingdom? I have no idea. His name? Old Man. (laughs) So they were going to say King Old Man? Do you want to guess the name of his son? The second king. Young man? Jeremy. (laughs) But Mosquito Coast, albeit the name, is not actually what the show is about. No, as some articles put it, we follow Beardy MacGyver. Or Walter White, if his family had been on the ride with him. I mean, Ali is kind of the brains behind the operation that they're pulling. Mm -hmm. So He's more than the brains, he's the main character. Justin Thoreau, who you might know from Leftovers... Yeah, now, now that He's also sense. in Mulholland Drive. I was, yeah, I was wondering where I had seen him before. So was his person playing his wife. Oh, Margot? Yes. Yeah, and then they have a kid named Charlie and Dean. But his uncle wrote the book. Justin Thoreau's uncle. Paul Thoreau. Yeah, so basically we follow Allie, and he's just made this machine that can make huge ice cubes, and he's like, oh, we're going to bring this to market because he's made it with his son, Charlie. I'm sorry. Huge ice cubes. Yeah, that's how this thing starts off. It starts off with an overview of this machine, and you hear Allie in the back just talking about... A freezer. No, like... Like if I was to pour water into a giant thing and then stick it in a freezer. It's a giant ice cube. Well, this is like you press a button, and this huge ice cube comes out. Like, it it goes through all the mechanics, and then this huge just block of ice comes out. I'm imagining a Wallace and Gromit type contraption. I mean, this where is, it like jostles a lot yeah. and it spits out no, like that, a ice that's, cube. That's that's not a bad comparison. Or flubber. And then and then Allie is like, oh, we're gonna make these ice cubes bigger because again, he's made it Wait, with his son. He's Charlie. already made them big, but yeah. he needs to make. He them wants to make bigger. them bigger <laughs> for what purpose? Because <laughs> he thinks that it's just It'll gonna stop sell more. global warming. Maybe but to just think- drop them in the ocean. Maybe, but the main reason is because he has this terrible job where he's basically a plumber. And he and he needs ice cubes to be a plumber. No, but he thinks that the, if he sells this machine to his boss, his boss will give him money because right now his Why house. Why does he just go on Shark Tank? <laughs> well, he needs to run from the U.S. government. This takes place in the wait. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Okay, the show takes place now, right? Like yeah, modern times. Post COVID. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, no one's wearing a mask. No, not really. All right. So you're saying that he has invented a new machine to get money. Because he wants to at least... At this point, you don't know anything about this family, right? Right. And this is the first scene. And we just get that Allie is someone who makes contraptions and is hoping to make money off of yeah, it. Yeah, and you've never seen the Harrison Ford version no. of the film where he plays a crazy guy. Like, the original intended person to play the role of Allie in the Harrison Ford yeah. movie was um, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, that, <laughs> that probably would have so, been crazy. So, yeah, he is... Yeah. No, 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 he plays a crazy character. They tamed him down. Yeah, I mean, here... here, And and a lot of it's because Justin Thoreau just didn't like to insult his family. 
That's not yeah, true. Yeah, that's not it, true. It actually, the that. person who in charge of um, the who bringing it back, the guy who made Luther, he uh, actually okay. said, like, I am not comfortable redoing what's already been done or even taking from the source material too much. Yeah, I mean, like, Ali has some type of insanity to him, but also he's able to keep his family in check, in, even in, like, very stressful times. So far. Yeah. In the first two episodes. Well, this uh, this show reminds me a lot of a ton of things. Invincible, for one. The last, this reminds you of Invincible. Yeah, because in the last 20 minutes of the, both episodes, yeah. like, craziness goes down. Like, craziness that we hadn't seen really prior. And although this right. is darker, this it, it gets... Yeah. So the original movie was made on a $25 million budget. And Apple, for at least for all mankind, which we'll do eventually... Uh, they spend at least eight figures per episode. So that's like in the tens of millions. So I can only imagine for this show, which they also probably care about quite some, uh, that it probably was at least half the budget of the movie. And since you watched two episodes, it was probably the equivalent budget to the movie at that time. Yeah, no. But the movie was a box office failure. A box office bomb. Yeah, well, it got 14 million. Yeah. And it's not considered like terrible. It's got like a 6.6 on IMDb. What did you think of the first episode? Just the first. Uh, just the first one? I yeah. thought that the first one set everything up nicely. You get a good overview of the four main characters, Ali, Margot, Charlie, and Dina. Um, Could you see where the money was being spent? Yeah, I mean, I thought that... You it, got the cast? Yeah, you got the cast. And you then got you have, the way it looks, it also like... Cinematography? The big, yeah. So cinematography. Cin- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cinematography is great in some parts. Mm-hmm. And also just, yeah, the way in which it was shot, I really enjoyed. Yeah, so as I was saying earlier, this doesn't actually include the Mosquito Coast, though. You don't get to see those island shots. It's mostly just... Yeah, not a lot. It's the U.S. Yeah. And then they go to Mexico? They actually... Okay. Uh, explain to me how... They find out how you find out as an audience member that the father's in trouble. He he gets a lot of foreclosure signs for his house and then he hides them. Yeah, he doesn't do that great a job because it seems like everyone by the time that they all have to leave ends up finding them one way or another. Okay, but, so yeah. he's it's not that he's in debt though; it's that they're hiding out in a house that isn't labeled under his name. Yeah, and it's yeah, and they're so they're yeah, he, foreclosure for. Because from what I was reading, people are trying to figure out just based on the clues what he did yeah they don't they don't give it away they do the mystery it's it's ran do you see very who's well. chasing him at least yeah you see the police are chasing him it's the just Stockton the police. police yeah in okay fact, it's not the uh, fbi it's not nsa it's not anybody not, not yet at least okay because the Stockton police there's a police officer who stops ali early on when he's with charlie and charlie doesn't go to school and, and then like ali has to basically charlie's talk his the way. son right yeah his son played by river phoenix back in the old movie <laughs> not <laughs> played does, by river he does phoenix look now. like him um but yeah ali has to explain his way out of as to why charlie is not in school and that cop comes back later and almost arrests ali before dina ends up crashing into their car and that's where the first episode ends so really what you need to know is they lay the groundwork for ali is someone who has done something terrible in the past the stock and police really really want to find him and do you he, like ali as a character yeah i thought he was written very so do well. you think that he's going to be redeemed because that I, was the biggest difference between the old movie the book and this tv show is that they tried to make ali likable you know which almost defeats the purpose of what the book meant but doesn't make it a bad tv well show. no yeah no i don't think it's a bad tv show at all and in answer to your question i really don't know because he does some things in this episode specifically the second episode where it's like that's almost too far where like it goes what? to some he goes to two people because I think he met this person named Hector who gives them uh, the names of these two people to meet in this, like, car junk. 
junkyard type place. And like then when, for IDs or something? Yeah, like for, for IDs, and he, they're going cool, to bring cool. them across the border. Sounds uh, like the Americans, like, at the end. Right, yeah, and, and I compared it to uh, No Man's Land, Prison Break, Mines, MC, like, it's all these things, just the tone in which it's it's uh, done. And so right as the two people are bringing the family across the border, because they're in Arizona, they want to make it to Mexico, there are these police officers who we're not sure if they're police officers at first, they look like thugs, that come out with guns. And Ali, again, walks out and is and basically is able to explain his way out of any situation. But so right, he's a smooth criminal. Right, but right as they're about to, uh, the, the police get a call that of like the identification of everyone, and they're all the people in the car, so that's where this giant shootout takes place. Turns out that... So he's not a lucky criminal. Yeah, well, all of them are, except for one other no, person. No, I was saying that was he wasn't them. because they caught him. Basically. Yeah, and then one other person who was helping the main guy take it, the family through the border. Do you remember, sorry, do you remember Serpent, that show that yeah. had the bad guy who was supposed to be really charismatic? Yeah. Is this guy, is he charismatic in that Even way? Even more so, yeah. But is he, like, in his head, is he just kind of cynical? Uh, like, yeah, yeah. In fact, at the very beginning of episode two, it felt, this is the only part I didn't like about the show. At some points, it felt a little preachy. He's talking about, like, how government is this terrible thing and how they're not helping the people at all. And then this, yeah. probably the worst scene was when the daughter has to, it gets a call from the police and she's talking to them because she wanted to call her boyfriend, basically, to tell him what was going on. Um, and tune, tune that up a thousand, and then you sort of get the reason why uh, Harrison Ford's portrayal was him kind of jumping off the deep end. Right. Him, like, causing his family, dragging him out there, and doing things, and talking about being right. such a contrarian and ideological, like, hating of the U.S. culture and capitalism as a whole. Right, because the cops end up, uh, they're at Josh's place, yeah. uh, Dina's boyfriend's place. So they answer the phone, and we get a conversation between this woman, detective or cop, and uh, Dina. And then Dina, the cop is like, well, do you know why your father's doing this? And then she's like, yeah, it's because, and she just goes off on this huge tangent of how everyone doesn't trust each other, and they're all glued to their phones, and Democrats, because of Twitter. Republicans, Twitter she brings everything. up anti-vaxxers, and I was like, yes, that, that, you didn't need to do that. Like, I understood your point Well, before. you sort of do because, again, you're taking source material that was written at a time when the U.S. was looking at uh, Vietnam. Mm-hmm. It was looking at a lot of political scandal, maybe Watergate on the tail end of that. There was a lot of reason why you could look skeptically at just our culture in general. And so it's considered almost like the woke yeah. version of yeah, its time but to the extent where the main character is not supposed to be the person that you're siding with in fact he was based on the guy's like dad paul thoreau's dad or yeah. something even though he denied that for a while he also said it was like huck finn's dad where he's like sort of a genius but also sort of a terrible parent and definitely well yeah i mean pretty crazy he's a terrible parent but honestly i was for ali and his family Well, i'm not I saying didn't... that this is a direct translation but... of that guy this feels like again kind of a newer uh like i'm not sure if this guy's supposed to be a good guy well yet. by the end of this episode they're able to make it out they kill all three cops they have one person who but is it, do they the present that in a way that makes you think oh good good for them they just killed three cops well no obviously you weren't supposed to like seeing it but then again there was no other option because they were going to die either way in fact and this is part of the things where it's like is ali a good guy is he a bad guy because there are two kids in the car and and it's by this point it's obvious that the cops in the car are going to start shooting at each other so the mother tells the kids get out of the car and then like even the two people inside the car with their guns drawn are like let the kids leave and then the cops are like fine the kids can leave and Allie's like no stay in the car kids because he doesn't want the the cops to shoot um so in this the sounds end, like it, it went a long way from an ice cube 
Oh yeah, no, no, and that's that's. So do they ever bring it back to the ice cube? Does he ever use what he learned from making that invention to like kill one of the cops, (laughs) like drop it off a cliff and just? This wasn't that big an ice cube. It was just a little bit bigger than usual. But and that's what he was going with. That's the thing he was trying to sell. Well, it's a little bit bigger than an ice cube. It was almost like a MacGuffin. It sounds like a screen rant. Like it was. (laughs) It was. It was almost like a MacGuffin. Like like, a sandwich with a pickle in it. Well, he (laughs) with a pretty big pickle. He really wanted to sell it to to his manager and his manager was like i'm not paying a hundred thousand and then of course ali goes all the way down to twenty thousand and then the manager's like look i don't want to embarrass you in front of your kid but i am not buying this machine and then by that point that's when the stockton police are coming because of the foreclosure and that's when everyone has to leave this is the first episode and dina ends up like she ends up ditching the whole entire family leaves a note that's like i don't want to leave here because we continually have to move and, why is the mom okay with this where is she at where's her head at? well margo at this point is trying to get the whole family together but dina for the whole first episode is just a thorn in the side basically because she does not want to leave the house she's like i have my friends here and i feel like if i leave i'm gonna ruin my life so she calls margo's parents yeah and the parents are like oh yeah you can come with us like that's fine and so that's when dina takes off so she's like a wild card right she reminds me of um what was it uh will robinson that thing right no the 90s version of it though lost in space there was that right, teenage yeah. kid who was kind of like, oh, yeah, she, she plays kind of the snark. Yeah, because Margo's telling Charlie and Dina, look, you can pack one bag, pack whatever you need to. I found this funny. Charlie packs, like, a ton of knickknacks and, like, mm-hmm. and Rubik's Cube and stuff. Um, but Dina is just not having any of it. So she runs to the train station. Allie figures out she's at the train station. And then right as he gets her and kind of is like, look, you need to come with us. And Dina's like, okay, I can do that. That's when the cops show up. And Allie gets tasered as Dina is supposed to have made it away. But she, now, how do they present a tasering scene? Like, well, does he just go jiggle, 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 fall on the ground? Well, what happens is, is that um, Allie's like, go, 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 and Dina gets in the car, and then he has to distract the cops. So he just starts this is before the cops are dead, obviously. Yeah, yeah, in the first episode, and then they bring him into their cop car, and they're going to bring him to the police station until that's when Dina. Has are these like the no activity cops, or are they like no scary, no, these, scary these, looking these cops? Are, well, they definitely hold a presence, but they're not like supposed to be villains. But Dina crashes into the car and brings the dad out i mean are they incompetent no 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 this isn't really a comedy however there are comedic moments okay what's funny about the i mean when you said someone gets tased that seems like a funny scene well no that that was supposed to be really sad because then again the dad gets taken away but that's when we see don't tase me bro dina rams into the car and the two cops get knocked out and then uh with what she has a different vehicle and she just like slams yeah like t-bones and Jeez. basically, uh, then the dad. What, what's the whole the purpose of this? Like, where are they going? What's the why? They they are the family's trying to make it to Mexico because okay. they feel like it, because they're going. They have passports and. Just I mean, Mexico things. can just deport you right yeah. back to the U.S. if they think. Well, that you're no. Bad. They, again, they yeah. have this whole entire thing planned out because they went to go visit a guy named Hector. Who, where do they Where do they have the money for it though? Because you said that they were poor, right? Yeah, and they basically use that all they have. One of the reviews says, like, it's unbelievable because they're so well off. Like, they're almost spoiled. Yeah, I mean, the house that they lived in was really nice. And it (laughs) it didn't seem like they were in that much trouble, except for the fact that once in a while, Allie was like, oh, we don't have any money. Um, But... Dina gets Allie, they go to this motel where uh, Charlie and Margo are, and so the whole entire family is back together. By this point, they go to where Allie works, yeah. they break it's, into it's his office. It's easy because there's only four of them, right? Right, yeah. And in the original story, there was also a set of twins, so it was a total of six people. And it kind of reminded me of that movie that we saw on Netflix once where there was all those people living in the forest, 
and uh, this came out like it had the guy oh, from yeah you're talking about like Captain Fantastic right or something yeah like that. and it yeah. was like he he was raising his kids like that yeah no and and I just a survivor mode almost. it's almost like Ali and Margo uh, were raised like that because they break into where Ali works and they uh, break into the manager's office and they take money from this uh, so Margo's also sort of MacGyverish right like, yeah she's just yeah they, they yeah, found yeah. each other they crack they crack a safe open they steal the money and then they leave to try and speak to someone who is supposed supposed to give them information and everything that they need in order to make it into mexico so then that's when they go to the junkyard and that's where the two people are that are going to help them go to mexico do we ever get like a viewpoint from the people chasing them so it's like a cat and mouse yeah thing? well again you see the detectives uh kind of throughout they are Tom hanks they're catch me if you can no <laughs> you never see anything like that you just see that the cops are going to people that know about or prison the break you said it was like that where yeah. the detective was like equal intelligence with michael scope field and then he was like starting yeah, to like trace him down maybe meant, that's for season two yeah I, I think prison break is probably the least i like it i meant more the tone wise just uh -huh. like it's very serious and uh the family that you're following it the dad's not supposed to be a character that you want to switch places with at all there seems to be something that always comes up during these Would episodes you want to switch place with walter white at any point past season like two probably not no season no. two is like he has so much money though like you could he could start he tries his own to life. burn the money at the beginning and of he's season wanted three. by everybody and people yeah yeah, yeah that doesn't mean wanted wanted by everybody like the cia is going after him okay why are we talking okay sorry um but yeah so the ultimate like goal of this family is what they need, find a place they in mexico and just mexico, settle down yep because they will have all the passports and everything they need and they will live low and off the grid and ali has promised that once they make it to mexico dina will be able to live a normal life and they will focus on her so that she can hopefully get into college and have a good life basically it's all about the kids okay and uh, where they leave it, as far as cliffhanger wise. Well, that's where the the three cops at the border are dead. Yes. Um, but now that do they have free reign to go into Mexico and then just hang out there? It seems like I think the car is pretty messed up though, so they're gonna have to probably walk. So at they'll some walk point. into Mexico, but everything should go to go, go according to plan. And by the next episode, <laughs> they should just set up shop. Yeah, that'll be it. No, I obviously there's going to be things along the way. I'm just not sure what they're going to be. It kept me guessing, and I really did enjoy this show. I think that it's probably one of the best ones I've seen in a while. Okay. Well, the reviews have been much harsher, which is strange because if I, you read the comments from actual people, people seem to like it. Yeah, people it who haven't seen the movie or know the source material that it's based on seem to like it even more. It seems like the reviews, though, they're they're pretty scathing. Even the Wikipedia like re reception right, thing that they, usually yeah. likes to be like it's got mixed. It's it's not afraid to be like yeah, these are bad reviews, and then like match huh. out why. I why. Uh, mirroring the themes of the stories that it tackles about how the American marketplace reshapes anything with a maverick spirit into a more commercially recognizable form. What they're saying in that is that this show takes what normally would be sort of a scathing look at society and tempers it down and feeds it to us in a way that makes us almost um, a more okay with it i understand i understand what they mean there but i think that i thought that they were at least able to show real like life by making the character a good guy or by making him more easily um compassionate like right. someone someone you can sympathize with you're literally taking away from what the character stands for which is a hatred of doing things just for the sake of appeasing people for money right. well again know? i never read the book or saw the movie but i but for watch the story the well yeah and for the story that they told i thought that they were able to do it pretty successfully
Okay. Do you I have did. any other thoughts besides well, who's your main character, favorite character? Probably Allie, <laughs> okay. the person that you follow. Okay. Um, and who's your least favorite character? I don't. I didn't really have one. Um, well, but dead cops. <laughs> maybe but you have a, but yeah i also compared this to no man's land because again you had the one scene in no, no man's land where it's like there was dealing with topical themes and then there was like a big shootout by the end that that shootout here reminded me of that and mine's mc again kind of tone wise not uh because of just the darkness that and kind of action that they were showing and again you have no idea what he did no yeah you are they keep but on i mean like it. do you have any they, no guesses no. Um, I, I really can guess what do you, what, what would he you... might have killed someone maybe but I feel like that's that would be too obvious for the, a show like this they kept on throwing it out there like oh yeah we have to leave because you know what I did but they never actually went into it at all which did annoy me because it was like after a certain while it's like I get it you did something that's why you have to leave can you at least give us more information than that they wait until like the finale to tell you yeah no they're probably going to okay. or the episode beforehand well I have one last question mm-hmm. do you want to guess what Jeremy's kid the third king of Mosquito Coast was named. Old Man the Second. Jeremy the Second. <laughs> you were close. I was close. Yeah, I got the second. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll be our review for the first two episodes of Mosquito Coast. I say watch it. <laughs> you say watch it. Yeah. You liked it. Some of the reviews didn't, but most of the people did. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>